Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the second installment of our Tavern Watch Plays the Weirs. Into the Weirs, I'm sorry. I didn't name it Into the Weirs, I don't think. But maybe I did. I don't remember. I'm Matt. I'm the GM for this particular session. Uh, with me this week is my fantastic co-GM, Joe Perez. Say hi, Joe. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And I don't know how we got the name Into the Weirs. I think it just kind of happened, like most so, things. Uh, I, th- I think that was Dan. Probably. We were trying to uh, yeah, think no, of something concise 100%. to call it. Sounds like Dan. <laughs> All right. So for now, we're going to introduce the players. Uh, and as always, I rely entirely on the staff wait chat order that they're in. So, Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I don't actually work for Wizard Watch anymore, but um, I did. And I'm still playing D&D because it's fun. Also, I'm playing Kiska, who's a drow druid. And druids are way more complicated than um, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> yeah, druids can be a, can be a lot. Uh, we've already introduced Joe, but you might as well tell them what you're playing. Uh, I am playing Delver, a Warforged Bard, and also okay. a, the current driver of the Relicory of Souls. Okay, Liz, you're up. Howdy, I am Liz. I play Isra, a Dragonborn Ranger. I have a pet dragon who's a real troublemaker. It's going to be fun. And finally, uh, Andrew. I'm playing uh, Creo, a half-elf sword spard. So that's that's our group. And now, guys, I would like you all to make your first death save. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Last week, I dropped them in for the immediate initiative. I figured I'd just, you know, wake everybody up with quick death saves. Oh, yeah. Who needs caffeine when you have I death saves? <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with death saves, because if I die, just another soul, I just have to roll another soul. It's fine. But regardless, uh, 
when last we saw y'all, you were leaving the uh, pawn shop of Greasy Fingers, and a local alchemist, and sort of your contact with the town. Um, Lothar? Nope. My death save failed. Oh, it doesn't matter. because <laughs> I know, I know. I just wanted to see. <laughs> All right. But you guys were leaving the uh, the alchemist shop and pawn shop and otherwise shop of, of horrors known as Greasy Fingers, uh, who herself is also called Greasy Fingers. She's not big on naming stuff. And uh, you were heading to your possible new home because you were effectively given a home, uh, a, a rather upscale mansion in the upper, the, the high town, so to speak, of of the Weirs, the place where the rich folk live. And so what do you want to do? Do you want to go straight there? What, what are your plans for the day? Now, it's about mid-afternoon as you come out. I think we should go be the house. Probably not a bad idea. Us? We did talk about furnishing it, I believe, as well. Uh, so- Didn't we already do that at the end of the last session? I'm saying as Anne and not Giska because it would be weird. I think we talked about Giska. doing it. Yeah, but I don't know if we... You guys okay. talked about doing it. Um, I don't think... I think we said we would handle it this week. Okay, yeah, all right. Then, yeah. stuff to buy furniture. Then, yeah, we should probably... Yeah, furniture would be good. I think... Didn't she say there was a bed or something like that? There was... She had sold everything. She had basically... Every single object of furniture, object to R, anything in that house, she sold. If it, if it wasn't sellable she left it there, but everything that she could possibly sell, she sold. And that means it's basically probably like an old stone bench, maybe some basins, possibly a bed. She wasn't clear on that. Maybe we should go see the house first to see what we need to furnish. All right. But if anything has eyes or tongue or teeth and tries to eat us, I'm going to smite it. Actually, I'm not going to smite it. I'm going to hit it with something. The other me might smite it. I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't think that she would mess us over like that i'm not saying that she would if she didn't stay here long she doesn't know if the house is haunted or infested with something terrible or i think it's just better to be prepared for anything we might encounter just in case i know that you guys you guys passed an insight check last time so i'm going to tell you that she seemed like she went in just sold everything that she could possibly make her some money and then unloaded the place you got the sense that she was being forthright with you, but that she did not spend a lot of time thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. she's a she's a goblin. And who the person, to up. The person who was living there before was somebody of pretty high station. So That's correct. Uh, I can't I, imagine... Yeah. This is Kiska talking. <laughs> I can't imagine they would leave a place haunted or otherwise ill-disposed. Oh, one thing that should be pointed out is the person who was living there technically wasn't living there it was a residence of note for the city basically the place they gave her you don't know how much time she spent in it you 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 might she might have making a guess (laughs) that's very very true um so yeah i think we go take a look around first and then we can furnish it after that's that's my thoughts i i would agree with those thoughts i just it would be a pity if we got furniture for bedrooms that we didn't actually have and that kind of thing not to mention a waste of gold we should go see what's there any uh any objections no i hear none therefore i'm going to start walking that way and i just take off <laughs> star wipe you're outside the mansion <laughs> there's a green and yellow van it? parked outside wait what <laughs> how big is it what does it look like from the outside does it look freaky you might be muted. there's a picture Oh, in there of the interior 
don't look too much at it, but you know, there that's it is a large, large structure. It has a nice wall around the entire area. It's got a private garden in the back. It's quite large. It's you can see it is significantly big. Hmm. Goodness, they re- she wasn't really joking when she said it was a mansion. Yep, it is three stories. Um, you know about two of them because nobody ever tells anybody about basements. They just you know it had a it has a basement. You know that. Is there a hot tub? There's pretty much none of <laughs> none of this stuff is there. That's just the floor plan. It's just the easiest floor plan I could. I was me making a joke, but yes. No. I just don't want you to feel disappointed when you don't get a hot tub. I mean, we can make a hot tub. <laughs> but right now, since you're outside, so you haven't said, haven't said you're going in yet. It, it, it's, it is in disrepair. It clearly, mm. it, nothing, you don't see anything structurally massively, like no huge holes, nothing like that. But the the, the wood that the house is made of use, is obviously had been lacquered at one point with gold leaf. The gold leaf is peeling. Um, there are statues of gargoyles on the corners of the wall. Um, those statues are not in the best of condition. Um, there's one. There's also more of them on the top of the place. Uh, they they also look like one of them is missing a wing. One of them is missing an eye. Uh, if anyone were to lift this house up above the clouds, that the, the gargoyles came back to life, they would like be really upset at all the stuff that they wouldn't have. Um, I, I don't, don't care. know. I if love this that building joke. is up to code. So yeah, you currently you're outside it. It is it is clearly expensive. Like it is clearly a valuable house, but it's also very clearly not been used much. Is it if, smoggy in this area? No, not really. We're above the smog. Basically, the way that the, the weirs works is most of the actual industry is out into the north. Uh, it's not in town proper. You're above the smell of the the river, which is the the low town is is based around the river. They do a lot of fishing and so forth. The actual mills are to the north of the town, but close enough that people can literally just get on a boat and take five minutes and get there. You can see them, in fact, as you walk up. You saw them. You could see the massive dams, the the giant wheels and uh, you know, as the water pours over them, and the you know large areas where they have you know various industrial places built, various uh, warehouses and factories and foundries and all that stuff. Okay. People in the weirs don't like to be around it any more than anybody else would. There's not a ton of smoke, though, because the way this stuff is all powered, it isn't powered by coal or, or any of that. It's powered by water. The water wheels, so it's it's much less polluting than it would be if it were like the Industrial Revolution type of stuff where they have sea giant smokestacks. You don't see a lot of that. It's mostly okay. just water power. Well. I wonder if the inside is as delightful as the outside. Probably we should watch our feet and I walk in. It's not. Just gets shrugs and follows him. <laughs> it's not like scuzzy or anything. Um, who who has the highest perception or I have to go look at. Uh, I have a passive of 14. Anybody 16. have higher than that? 16. 16. Okay. Um, no one beats 16. I got 14. I was going to say, All I think right. our ranger has the highest one. When you walk in, the first thing you note is that there is, there's been a lot of disturbed dust in here. Hmm. Like. Very clearly, stuff has been dragged out. Stuff has been pulled out. There's patches on the wall that are like they're darker than the surrounding wall, where like a big square or a rectangular object might have been. That's pretty pretty obviously someone had like a painting or a big mirror or something here, and then they it got taken down and sold. Uh, you, you see a lot of that when you walk into the entryway. The entryway is on the first part of the map, the lower level area. It's that foyer type area right there with a one in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go in there, none of that stuff is there. 
it is just blank, but you can see the staircases going up. Like wherever you th- anywhere you see an object, there is a trace of dust being disturbed or drag tracks. Yeah, basically pr- show, further showing that, yes, they, they looted the joint more or less. Mm-hmm. But that's what you see when you, you first walk in. But Kisra, you, it's Isra, right? Isra, saying, yeah. Yeah, Isra. Isra, <laughs> you hear a very faint sound that might just be like a small squirrel or something, but you do hear it. Hmm. In which direction? That's with a 16. You'd have to actually make a roll to get to, to get that. Okay. Well, I rolled a four, so that's not going to do me any good. Now you you can't tell for sure. It's <laughs> you. Th- it sounded like it might have been on the walls, but maybe it was in the like below you. Like you know, it's hard to tell. But right now, you're all in the foyer. It, it doesn't. There's obviously there's no signs of disrepair as such. Like there's there's signs of time, and you're getting the sense that the the Garanthi woman who lived here didn't spend a lot of time here. She probably just used it as a base, and then as soon as she could buy some place she liked better, she left. Kiska starts looking around. Is there any? Are there any rooms that are less dusty than the others? This room is really heavily disturbed. Like there's there's dust in it, but it's very clear people tromped in and out. Okay. But in order to the see other... the other rooms, you'd have to go into them. Oh, okay. Well, she's gonna like look in one of the rooms to the side. Okay. Uh, which one? The one on the left. Okay. Uh, there's obviously signs of them having been some sort of tables in here. Those are all gone. There's sort of a stripped down fountain with no water coming out of it in the middle. Um, it, it doesn't seem to be a, doing anything, but it's clearly a, f- a fountain of some sort. Uh, there's along the wall, there are cabinets. There's two uh, to the far side. And then there's like one kind of like, you're not sure if it's an altar or not. You don't, you don't know what that is, but it's got like two long projections coming out of it. And then like stairs that go up to a point. Huh. Kiska's going to go look at the altar thingy weirdness. Okay, make me an investigate check. <laughs> Five. <laughs> um, there are like little statues on it. There's like some sort of rotund human wearing like some kind of white garment unlike anything you've seen before. And another rotund human, uh, you think growling or snarling? You're not sure. At a group of smaller humans that are arranged around it. Um, and there's a big fire, perhaps for sacrifice. You're, you're not at all sure. Anybody else looking at this? It's um, it's a series of, of little figurines of people having dinner together. It's the way. <laughs> but, but to her, she's never seen anything like this, so she's not sure. One of the figurines does it, it move or is it? Yeah, perfect? it moves a little. It's it's like a huh. it's a, like a ceramic thing. I'm gonna take the one of the one that looks like it's on like the the one the big rotund one. Okay, I'm gonna pocket it. Okay. <laughs> just just because. <laughs> Well, unless somebody has jacks, you know, you, you pocket it. No. It's it's not you'll, the only difference between this and much of the areas surrounding areas. This isn't dusty. Like this hmm. has been tended. The whole room, or just that altar? Just that altar, or if it is an altar. Huh. I I would be following around. Do can I make some form of check to see if you I can, recognize the altar? You can make an investigation check. Uh, would it be an investigation, or would it be religion, or something like that? It would be investigate. Yeah. Here. DC is not hard. Well, it was an 18, and then it rolled over to a 2, so now it's a 5. Hey, same as me. Yeah, you don't recognize any of this. You don't know why they would have this. Uh, again, Isra, and uh, I, you, you I recognize this. Yeah, you recognize this. It's a knickknack shelf. 
it's just where you would keep like little things that you liked, little like little objects that are. Apparently, uh, when in her rush to to strip the place bare, uh, Greasy Fingers didn't think these things were valuable. Why That's the only thing you can think of. Not dusty, and everything else is. Oh, maybe somebody liked them and just wanted to keep them looking pretty. Kiska starts like moving them around just to see if they like trigger anything weird. Is, okay. Isra is just a little behind them, being quiet and being amused by this because she recognizes this as like trinkets. Yeah, it's basically just like keepsakes. Uh, in fact, you're pretty sure it's telling the story of 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 Happy Dole, who is a you know human folk tradition around here of somebody who, despite everyone thinking he couldn't make it, made it through his you know his his industry and craft and brought himself up from like poverty out in a, on a farm to a uh, like big shipping magnet who controlled grain sales he's you know that was a lot of the local like i don't want to say peasantry because that sounds kind of mean but the local people that don't you know not lords not ladies like if you would if you were hazard guess you think this place was possibly a common room for the the whole staff ah and that this would have been their little shelf. Hmm. But, yeah, you, you're not... You came from a smaller village to the north. You came from um, from you know, Tilvrost. And Tilvrost had these kind of things sometimes, too. It, it's just like a local tradition. The Dragonborn didn't, but Tilvrost wasn't a wholly Dragonborn city. Yeah, It was a little town, but it didn't just have Dragonborn. It had, like, humans, elves, all sorts. So, yeah, yeah you've seen this kind of thing. It's not. It's not a big deal. It's for for the people listening. It's Hummel figurines. It's like a Hummel figurine a set assortment. Kiska has a Hummel. Hummel now. Yay. Yeah. I'm a Rotan dude. Anyway, yeah. she's gonna go up the <laughs> stairs just to like poke around. All right. Are you going up the stairs that are in this room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you get up there, you come upon the room that's in the other side. If as you see that, that is the roof. You are on the roof. There's a small tiled roof. Uh, you can see, like, obviously, like, there's some sort of chimney apparatus there. Uh, you, you're starting to realize that that thing that you thought was a fountain might actually have been a, a stove. Huh. And they can see she there's... Back there's, down. Yeah, there's Unless there, is there anything up there? Uh, there's those windows that lead down into the room. You can see the, the windows right there on the thing. Uh, you don't see anything there at the moment. I mean, it's got tiles. The tiles are in good shape. They're kind of a orangey ceramic-y type brick type thing you're not you don't know terracotta perhaps you're not like up on like surface building construction but they seem secure enough okay. when you step on them they don't slide off and you don't fall or anything she's gonna go back down okay it's just a roof up there All right. nothing interesting i haven't seen uh, i was thinking maybe there was a bedroom up there but no just a roof i mean it could be a bedroom if you were inclined to sleep outside but well, I'm sure, certain that, that there is more rooms up there than just what you saw. There's probably uh... oh no, it, it, that was just the roof section. There's another yeah. whole part of the house. So I think we should. It depends on what everybody wants to do. I would probably try to find a way into the basement because I'm kind of curious what's down there. Okay, anybody else? Kiska's gonna go look for bedrooms and see how many she can find. I probably would have walked like straight through the big circular lobby area and if i didn't see anything keep going straight into i guess that's room six okay do you tell anyone you're doing this or you just walk off <laughs> i was just kind of wandering around looking okay i think we're all just kind of wandering at this point <laughs> okay this party is splitting itself uh -huh. i don't have to do anything <laughs> all right um 
We're going to go with Creo first then, since he was the first one to declare that he was going in a specific direction. You, you guys just said going up and going down, basically. So I'm going to go with Creo first. Creo, you enter into that room, the one you called room six, the one that's on the other side of the big staircases, right? Correct. Okay. There is actually some junk in here. Uh, basically piled up stuff. It looks like what we got unupholstered chair, uh, kind of half, like half broken table. Maybe it's not broken. Oh, it's not broken. They just took a section of it out and then it's not there. It's like the kind of table you can put slots in and make it bigger. Uh, that section is gone and the table is just sitting there without it. Um, there's some sacks of clothing, you think? But again, you haven't actually gone over to them yet, but they look like, you know, bundles of clothing, that sort of thing. All right, let's investigate those sacks. All right, go ahead and make an investigate check. 12. Okay. You definitely notice the face that grows out of the sack and goes, leave or die! <laughs> like, I mean, obviously that's going to make you jump, but like, scary face? Or like, oh yeah, like, big time. Like, there, it's like, you know, it's like the fabric of the bag going, like, reducing a face. All right, then I'm just going to Matt, I swear, I swear if this is... the rest of the group, like, briskly. I, if, this is, if this is bag, man, I am sending you a sternly worded letter. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm just I'm shutting that bag. I'm heading back to the rest of the group. Okay. <laughs> you just calmly shut the bag and walk away. I, I don't think it was calm. That was just kind of a, you know, like, where you just <laughs> shut it and just, like, walk out like, oh, please tell me I didn't just see that. There's no, <laughs> you, there's no door. You don't see a door. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not, not shut the door. Shut the back. No, no. When you try to leave the room, the doorway is gone. You do not see it. It's oh, just a smooth, unbroken wall. That's much worse. Okay, then I'm going to knock on the wall where the door used to be. Okay. Your hand goes right through it. Okay. I will attempt to walk through the wall then. You do. Then the doorway is there when you look behind you. Okay. Um, do I have any? Oh, okay. Uh, you also, since I'm making checks for you, um, you hear something. It's like a scrabbling sound. Okay, like uh, like the squirrel thing we that uh, she heard earlier. Did you mention that to anyone? I did not. I feel like I just sort of listened and wrote it off as like an animal, a small animal somewhere. Yeah, you you don't know about that, but you heard it. You heard something. You don't know what it was. Your perception is not thick. It is not. You just rolled relatively well, um, or I rolled relatively well for you. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where you're at right now. Heard something. Definitely sounded like scraping or scratching or something. Possibly in the walls, you're not sure. All right. In the meantime, can I use prestidigitation to kind of put like a red X over that <laughs> doorway that I just went through? Yeah, you can do so. All right. Just to kind it of. It grows a face <laughs> and screams, Do not put X's on me! And then it's just smooth wall again. Do any of us hear that? Oh, that's a good point. Go ahead and make actual active perception checks. Natural 20. Okay. Anybody else before I give Vizra her answer? For 26. 14? Uh, it looks like I got an 11. Okay. None of you hear it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But Isra, well. Isra, you hear giggling. I don't like Or that. possibly cackling. And it is definitely in the walls. Do you actually like hear it that. from back there. You, so you know it's where Creota is. It, are we still in the same room or has everyone else wandered off? Everyone else Already. wandered off. You you only know that from the direction that Creo went, although you don't know he went there, there was a noise. You heard something like a... <coughs> it might have been a giggle or a cackle or possibly even a groan being restrained. Oh, um, wow. I don't like any of those possibilities. 
I am you get going when you roll a natural 20 and I decide to allow you to succeed. Yeah. So that's, uh, you go. yeah, I don't, I don't like any of this. Not at all. Um, so if no one is in the room for me, I'm going to head towards the sound and call out for the rest of the group. Okay. Now I'm cutting to upstairs in one of the bedrooms. Do you, do you want to pick the one you, you checked out and 12, 12. Okay. That's it's actually on the lower floor. Okay. So you stayed downstairs. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say with your role, you hear like something, you don't know what's going on with, uh, with Creo, but you do hear something. Is it from back in the other direction? It's from where Creo is standing. Okay. I'm going to go back that way. Okay. You get to the stairs, uh, you head down, you see Creo standing in front of that area. As just as Isra is coming, you see Isra walking determinedly in that direction. Uh, and you see Creo like looking at the, at the wall where he's made an X with prestidigitation. Do you guys hear something? I just kind of like nod and do like a hand gesture pointing at the the room like a you know waving hand don't go in there kind of thing but I'm not saying anything because I don't want to make that voice mad again. Nothing so, good. Something wrong with the X? I, I, I nod as a like do not enter kind of signal. Make a perception check uh, Kiska to understand what he is doing. <laughs> Make a performance check to, to get it across. Uh, 21. Okay. You're probably not going to have to roll very well. 14. 14. Yeah, that's good enough. You're getting th- what he's putting down. That that he don't, that room is bad. Th- that's, that's what you're picking up. What's in there. Okay. I'm like, I- I'm going to like kind of tiptoe over and whisper. I don't know. I, there's some clothes and then this weird face popped out and he's just, it, it's scary. It, it, maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's a monster. Just kind of feel we should leave the room alone and just let him stay. I don't think I like the idea of living with a bag that has a thing in it. Delver, where did you end up going? Delver. Helps okay. if I am not muted. Okay. Um, yeah, I would have probably wandered off looking for some way into like the basement. Um, and right. I would have been probably popping, I would say, detect magic. Uh, and just right. kind of scanning around looking for like hidden doors and stuff like that. Cause that's the way that Delver. Thing. Since you're looking for a way into the basement, you don't know where that is. Roll me a D 12. This seems fine. Do D 12 roll. It appears to be a 12. Okay. So you actually crossed paths with kiss with uh, Kiska. Cause she's coming out of that room on the up- upstairs. You're double below it in the room that is kind of, there's a bunch of little rooms that come off of four. You're in one of those and you have found magic. All right. What am I looking at? You're looking at a patch of the wall that is apparently magical. Okay. Um, exactly. What information will detect magic give you? Uh, for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. You sense magic in this way. You can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And you learn its school of magic. If any illusion. Okay. Interesting. I go and take a closer look. It is definitely illusion magic on this wall. I put my hand on it. Does it go through? Uh, you put your hand on it? Yep. Yes, your hand goes through. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that'll be a 10. Okay. Um, well, then, we'll get back to Delver in a second. Uh, so what <laughs> are you find, guys doing? If you're telling me I fall, I'm going to make a case against this, but go ahead. The good news is you found the basement. The bad news is it was straight down. <laughs> no, 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 not quite. Uh, 
yeah, uh, go ahead. Guys who are currently standing around room six there, what are you doing? Well, I'm keeping my, my distance I can. I think we find Delver because whatever this is, we should not deal with it alone. No, we should definitely have everybody together. So are we delving to the basement? <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. Israel, you do not see or hear this. Okay. Kiska, you see and hear this. Uh, Creo, you also see and hear this. The floor, which is does not have a carpet or anything, it's just bare stone, does the face thing. It just comes up, like, it's massive. It does not have, like, it's very, not a, it's not like a full-featured face. It's like if you pushed your face into clay and then pulled it out, and then the, the shape that would be left in the clay, but coming up out of the ground instead of into it. Like one of those little pin things? Kind of, yeah. Kind of like that. And it, it makes a low, like, leave us alone! Kiss just steps on it. I go, uh, that's... That was what was in the bag. In the huh? Is you see Kiska step what? on the floor like it was important to step on the floor? What are y'all doing? The floor's talking. The floor is a floor. Are you are you okay? Cut the back f- to Delver. <laughs> Hang on, I I have a question. How Go far ahead. away am I from Delver? Am I within thirty feet? No. Okay. Each little square is like five feet. There's more okay. than there's. Yeah, you're not within thirty feet of Delver. Did something pull me? No, something grappled you. Okay. So now we're going to have That's an fine. opposed grapple check. Uh, so athletics then, yeah? You can roll athletics or acrobatics if you've got it. Uh, Jack of all trades is not adding to my sheet for some reason. All right. That's a natural 20, so that should be 21. Okay. A 21 is enough to tie. The thing pulling on you can't seem to quite get you, and you manage to yank your hand back out of the illusionary wall floor area and right. hear a no- you hear a noise you're going to need to make a perception check to hear exactly what the noise is sure let's go for that uh 19 you hear someone go do you speak draconic uh yeah actually i do oh he's too big run 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 oh matt do, do i know matt. what this is does delver know what these are maybe why don't you make a let's say arcana check actually no Let's let's go with history for the area. That's a seven. You don't know what they are. I will go find the rest of the group. Uh, as you guys are trying to deal with the floor and what's going on with that, Delver comes out. Hi! Delver, the floor is talking. Yeah, we got dragons. Dragons? Well, they're speaking draconic. Oh, uh, right. Illusion magic. Uh, all of it's illusion magic. Oh. Uh, well, follow me. Okay. I'll bring them over to where the, uh, the illusory wall is. That's not really a wall. Okay. Ordinarily, I'd question this, but given everything that we've seen so far today, I'm not going to, and I'm just going to poke the wall. Finger goes in. Right. Uh, hmm. So my theory is I that think... something has claimed this house as their own and doesn't want us here. We should go uh, tell them I... that we own this place. <laughs> I think uh, Rika, who's been sitting on my shoulders, is very curious about this and is also going to poke the wall. Okay. Is she poking it with her nose? Um... Maybe with her tail, kind of like she's on my shoulder and I'm there and she kind of swipes If I see you start moving towards it with her, I will kind of like gesture for you to stop and be like, whatever it was Hmm. tried to pull me through the wall. You might not want to get too close. Hmm. Make a d20 roll for me. Okay. 19. Okay. Rika is smart enough and wise enough and more importantly, tired enough to not fly off of you and just go through the hole. (laughs) She so, uh, makes a meeping sound and kind of settles into your shoulder a little bit and is now looking. 
I'll uh, kind of scratch her head. In draconic, I will kind of yell out, So, uh, we own this house now? You're gonna either have to leave or start paying rent. Okay, how you just yell this? Yep. Alright, you don't hear anything immediately. And, uh, I'll start listening for any scrabbling or any, re- like, things moving away or anything like that. With your passive, you don't hear anything. Isra doesn't hear anything with her passive. Mm. Oh. I heard some sounds earlier that were scraping, groaning, unpleasant sounds. Hmm. Uh, whatever it was that tried to grab me said that I was too big and uh, to get away. So I'm going to assume that it is something small. Hmm. I did hear a squirrel uh, or something in the wall earlier, right around the time the face was appearing. Right. Well, uh, all those in favor of getting out our squatters? Uh, Kisco raises her hand. I don't really want to live with talking walls. Thank you. But they're not really talking walls. It's just illusion magic. And I, right. and I step through the, uh, I step through the, uh, the illusionary wall. Okay. Make a dexterity saving throw. Follows. <laughs> Isra follows. You guys all make dexterity saving throws. 16. Okay. Okay. I, I pull out my sword and follow. Make a dexterity saving throw. 25. Okay. Did anyone get, did anyone b- get below a 10? <laughs> Negative. <Six. Okay. laughs> oh, there's one. Okay. Everyone else, you dropped the 20 feet to the floor. It's fine. You, you were kind of expecting something weird, and so you were braced. Kiska, you step through and you, ah! Uh, you take three points of damage. Ow! Because uh, you just face plant on, on hard stone floor. Everyone else dropped on their feet. They're all like looking at you like, what the heck? Down the basement. Uh, the little dragon goes, and look, I get hurt. It did. I'm sorry. I could it's bite okay. you. No, it's all right. Let me know if you want me to bite you. I'll, I'll be sure to do that <clears throat> if I need to be bitten. I'm okay. I'll I'll kind of glance over at Rika and say, this is why you have wings. Remember that time. Next time you're falling, the wings. Okay. <laughs> Gain hurt. No one likes to get hurt. So basically the shape of this is the sh- same as the shape of the lower level. But none of the, the there's no there's basically n- none of the rooms that are there. There's different. It's like basically corridors, as far as you can tell. Are we about to get eaten by a Gru? Is that what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we sally forth. Okay, not my favorite webcomic, but sure. Kiska pops dancing lights, so it's all right. Up. Who here has dark vision? I do. I do. I do not. I also do not. Okay. But I do have Produce Flame, which lets me create a ball of flame in my hand. Dancing Lights would probably do just as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have an Adventurer's Pack. I can literally just spark a torch. For Right for now, you've got Dancing Lights, and it provides light in, like, I think a 30-foot area? It's The range is 120 feet. Is that the range that you can move it, or the range of the light it produces? Oh, wait. The range I can move it. Um, the light is... Should be, it should be normal light to 30, and then dim to 60. Yeah. So, for people who don't have dark vision, each you can light, see... Each light, each light sheds a dim light in a 10-foot radius, and there's, like, four of them. Yeah. So, for people who don't have dark vision, the area around 30 to 40 feet of you is pr- pretty well lit, and everything past that is in darkness. I mean, um, I'll still I'll still light my, my bullseye lantern, because it I magic only lasts for so long. All right. Well, right I'll now, do my produce flame thing and have a ball of flame in my hand. All this various light producing produces <laughs> the same basic amount of light. Kiska's got yeah. dark vision up to 120 feet, by the way. With people with dark vision, you can see pretty much out to like 90 feet before the light becomes too dim for you guys. Uh, 
but for people without it, 40 feet, and then you're done. Right. So, yeah, yeah you're in a I, corridor of some sort. It's actually, it's, you can tell that it's following the contour of the outside wall because you can literally see the foundation stones. Uh, you, you realize this place was driven pretty deep. This is a deep foundation. Well, which way do we go? You can go north or south from here. Let's go north. Sure, that sounds fine. North takes you to a corner. That corner goes to the uh, west and then goes north again and then south again as well. There's like a T. Kiska kind of goes down to where the T is at and listens to see if she can hear anything. Okay, perception check. Unless you want to just take your passive. 16? You hear... Do you speak Draconic? Uh, no, I don't. You hear rasping, scrabbling... Very faint. You're not sure exactly where. Oh, I can't tell if it's from the north or the south? No. They could, in fact, be coming from a place that both the north and the south, re- you know, eventually reach. Kiska kind of looks behind her. Did anyone else hear that? She just says that quietly. No one else made a check, so no, no one else heard it. Mm. There were more of those scrabbling noises that you guys were describing. I, I don't know which way they were coming from. So what do we want to do, north or south? I guess uh I guess north. Let's is that, that All way. Right. You go north. Yeah. You go north until you reach again the foundation wall of the house. There's a it literally bends to the west again. Uh and then to that there's a wall that goes along to the west, and then there's a door in that west wall before the wall then bends again and goes south. So the wall as you're passing it, there's a doorway. It is a barred door. Hmm. Um it's not a completely barred door. It is a door, but with bars in the window. Kiska looks in the window. Okay. Uh, it is a large and somewhat elaborately decorated room. The decorations being chains, uh, some kind of bed with cranks on the front and back. Um, it looks like you might, you know, chain someone's hands and feet to this bed. Um, there's a open I don't know what you would call it. It, it kind of looks like a coffin, but up on its on its side, and it's got spikes. Oh God! On the you know on the uh, the, the hinged opening, um, there's chains hanging from the ceiling, and <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 kind of disturbing. Nothing in here is very good. I would assume Delver knows what this room is. Okay. Uh, so apparently we got a free dungeon when we purchased the house. Have we seen any, like, stains on the walls? Are there, like, is this as dusty as the house? Are there any, like, blood stains or water puddles or anything like that? It's not dusty. I need to look at everybody's for a second. Okay, one second. Hmm? Creo, you, if you look in the room, do you do you look in the room? I'm going to say you do. Yeah. There's, there's nothing in there except a really, really scared looking little lizard dog thing. I do still have detect magic up. Okay, then you detect delusion magic. Okay, so I don't see what they saw. I see a lizard you see dog. a lizard dog thing. When it sees you, it immediately turns and starts running for the, the far corner of this big room. Okay, and so it's not attacking us; it's just running off. Yes, that is correct. I uh, let everybody know that this, this is an illusion. All right, and I'll let everyone know about uh, some weird little uh, lizard creature that's fleeing. You have, I'm going to basically say we could, you can do this one of two ways. You can just all tell me what you want to do, or we can roll initiative. It's up to you. Let's go get it. Yep. So do you want to do this as an initiative thing? Let's do it. Alrighty. Do, 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 do. Gotta bring my stories complicated. Alrighty. Go ahead and roll initiative, guys. 
Oh man, my initiative rolls for every game this week have been terrible. That's a that's. A I love. I'm going to say right now. I love how this thing auto populates your initiative rolls into the thing. Yeah, it's it's almost. Oh, good. It's trying real hard to to replace Cobalt Flight Club, and it's doing an okay. All right. So what are y'all doing? Uh, Kiska, you're up first. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can open the door. Okay. It's not locked or anything, so yeah, you can open it. Okay. So I'm going to open the door. And you you still see all that stuff. You don't see anybody in there. I have told you that it is an illusion, though. Yeah, but you don't see anybody. You just see the various things you've you've seen to this point. Which way did it go? I ask um, Creo. All right. And then I point across the room in the direction it was running. Okay. Kiska. Actually, then- you can't. Your initiative's at 11. Okay. Well, on my turn, I will. Yeah. But Kiska, in the meantime, you're waiting. Creo is not responded yet. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and. Like hold an action. All right. Until I can see something. Creo, you're up. What what is is the action an attack? What is the action? Born whip. Okay. Creo. All right. So first, I I guess as a free action, I point in the direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, did she officially open the door? On her yeah, the door is open. Okay. So she, then she basically you can interact with an object as a bonus action. It's so her bonus action. She opened the door. Okay. Did she uh, thorn whip it yet? No, because she doesn't see anything. Okay. You don't see the illusion because yeah, yeah. you successfully made a... a, I, a I, I didn't know if she got yeah. to thorn whip no. it because she was holding her action. Okay. Yep. Well, since we've agreed to attack it, I'm moving on it. Can I get there in 30 feet? Nope. All right. Room is 60 feet across. Then I'm dashing 60 feet. Okay. And that would be all I can do. You see Creo literally run through the all the stuff you saw, and he is now... Actually, that's right. You guys don't see that. He passes through a wall, as far as you're concerned, and he is now not there. You just watch him run right through the wall. Kiska blinks and kind of shakes her head. (laughs) Okay, so that's Creo. Is that everything for you, or do you have a bonus action? No, I got no bonus action. Next up is Isra, then, I believe. No, it's Delver, I think. I rolled terribly. Okay, uh, well, then I'm going to try to do an enthralling performance. And ask everybody to trust me. No, it is straight up. Oh, no, no. Delver's an eight. Why did it put eight below seven? That's weird. Okay, Mm -hmm. go for it, uh, Delver. Uh, So basically, anything that can hear me is going to need to make a DC 15 um, uh, wisdom saving throw. And if it fails, it's charmed for one hour. Counterspell. It's not a spell. Okay, then go for it. it, Is it a magical ability? It is is an ability that is just from the bardic school of... uh, So it is magical. It's magical, though. It is you doing a magical thing. It's not a spell. I got that. He can't counterspell it. Oh, wait a minute. He can counterspell it anyway. Don't you have to be within 30 feet to counterspell something? You have to be within 30 feet, but again... Yeah, he yeah. can't. It, he couldn't counterspell it anyway. It, so go ahead. It is but a charm it, it effect. Does... It is a charm effect. Wisdom save DC 15. Okay. And in Draconic, I'm speaking that we... Uh, it's a song about friendship and not wanting to you know hurt anybody and just want everybody to be friends. Okay, so it's DC 15? Yes. Okay, one second. He just beats it. Okay. He makes 15, exactly. All right, well, that's my go. Next. Okay. Uh, Israel, you're up. And I cannot see anything. Mm-hmm. No. Can I, like, examine the illusion? Because I know you it's an illusion. Dis- you can try and disbelieve it. I believe that that's a... Uh, I'm sure it's an int roll, it's, isn't it? It's not necessarily... I don't think it's a mechanic in 5e anymore. Oh. Well, I'm going to just let you do it. If you make it, if you can make a successful in check against the uh, his spell DC, I'll let you disbelieve mm. the illusion. That will be an action, though. Yeah. Well, I can't, like, shoot anything or... 
You could. You have disadvantage because you can't see him, but you can absolutely shoot at him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where he is, so I don't yeah, think so I would you'll... try to shoot. Okay, but you'll technically speaking, you can absolutely shoot, even if they're completely invisible to you behind a magical yeah. illusion. You can always shoot, and it just gives you disadvantage. Yeah, I don't think I would try to unless I have. I know I have a target, so well, I'll make an you, in check. You you huh? speak you speak draconic, right? I do. So you would have heard me. No, I heard your to, song. You yes. would have heard me trying to enthrall and try to be friends with it. So. Hmm. So now um, this is going to be the weird thing, and I just got to run this by Matt real quick. For the state, state of the game, are you going with, uh, for your illusions here, are you going to go with a disbelief thing, or are you going to go with by by 5e? Because according to 5e, once somebody knows it's an illusion and interacts with it, it's dispelled. Hmm, that's for a that point. For that person. If it's not, then... I'm going to say for right now that you guys have seen enough that you will get to say it's you know it on the next round, but on this round you haven't gotten there yet. The only person who successfully made the will save was Creo. So if there's a round where and you don't, Creo just ran through it, but you don't get to do it until the next round. And then also, I would I would argue me with having to tech magic up and knowing it's an illusion, right? Yeah, the next round, but you okay. didn't, you know, you didn't disbelieve it. You know something, it's illusion magic, but you won't get to just ignore it until sure, next sure, round. Sure, sure, sure. That's fine. So yes, I'm gonna roll. I rolled an eleven, which is, I'm guessing, not enough. Uh, what's your what's your intelligence? Zero. Okay, then yeah, it's not. Uh, I will just yell. I'm like have my bow readied, but not aiming it, and I'm just gonna yell, "Indraconic, come out!" Okay. Uh, cutting to him, Creo. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, DC fourteen. Not even close. Ooh. Okay. What'd you roll? five okay um he turns and goes it was just a joke like your face and you start laughing and laughing and laughing oh no and you fall down and since this This is is payback for my spell last time that didn't work i hate you matt (laughs) (laughs) however the end of the turn uh creo becomes visible to everybody because you now you all know it's an illusion because he really walked right through it um you now see a well, eh, I'm going to just let you have it. You see a kobold wearing a pirate hat with an eye patch and a bright, colorful waistcoat type thing with colorful braiding that is rotten and like just it's falling apart. This, this coat is very old. And he looks at all of you, having used his full movement and a spell. Um, he's kind of standing there, and Creo is on the ground going... <laughs> My face is pretty funny. What are you looking about? When you really think about it, or whatever you feel like you would say. Uh, but that's that's the top of the order. Kiska. Cool. Um, how far away is it from us? Sixty feet. Cool. I'm going to cast Entangle. Okay. And it has to succeed on a Strength saving throw. Twelve. Okay. One second. Okay. He's got a negative one on his strength, and he rolled a one. <laughs> cool. So yeah, he he's entangled. He's restrained. Um and. Yeah, it basically he's restrained and, still and he can't spell ends. Yeah, he can't counter spell because you're 60 feet away from him. So yeah, he he's not happy. Okay, good. <laughs> That's you gonna do anything else? You gonna move? Um, I'm gonna move closer to him. Yeah, but I'm gonna say just outside of the. How far away are we? Six- yes. Okay, so I'm gonna move like 20 feet forward. Okay. He, and he, hang on. Okay. Um. That's it. Alrighty. Uh, the next up is Creo. I believe you get a wisdom save every round. Yeah. At the end, but I'm also, I think I'm 
incapacitated, right? You, you are, are, yeah. You are incapacitated, yeah. Yeah, incapacitated, unable to stand for the duration. Um, but like I said, at the end of your turn, you can make a save. Because he's not hurting you, so you don't get advantage on the save, but you do get to make a wisdom saving throw. DC 14. Yikes, 13. You're so. still laughing. <laughs> what is it about your face that's so funny? You never thought about it before, but my God, you are the that, funniest face, man. The, the cobalt and the pirate costume is pretty funny, too. So that that's not yeah. That's why I'm just cracking up. But yeah, that's Creo. Uh, he does not seem to be done laughing. Uh, yeah. Then Delver, you are now up. There's a kobold basically like wrapped up in vines. Uh, the vines are literally growing out of the floor because while the floor is hard packed, you realize it is in fact dirt. Okay. And you can see just behind where the kobold was trying to get to, there's obviously a hole, like like a place like punched into the ground that he was trying to get to. Oh, interesting. Uh, I will cast comma motions. Okay. Uh, so technically everybody in a 60 foot radius is going to have to make a Christmas saving throw. DC 15. Okay. Everybody make that Christmas saving throw. <laughs> 11? 11. Creo saved that one. Good, yep. t- good job, buddy. Uh, yeah, this, this would have been the one that you wanted to fail to. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to take everybody down a notch and just be and just try to get everybody. Is considered a charm? It is. Oh, then I get advantage. One second. Oh, it's still eleven. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a three. Yeah, I know it's advantage, so I'm taking the higher roll. Okay. So I'm going to basically uh, try to 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 lower the hostility or any level so that everybody's just kind of like chill and just be like, uh, so look, it seems like you've kind of found yourself in here, and uh, that's understandable. We own this place. We're not leaving. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want them to hurt you. How many of them are you, and do you have your whole den here? And this is all in Draconic. He, he uh, glowers at you. It's pretty obvious that his emotions were not particularly calmed. Sure. Uh, he's And uh, see, what can he do? He's entangled? Yes. Okay. So is that your entire action, Delver? Um, well, my action is to cast calm emotions. Yeah. Um, you don't move closer or anything? Uh, I mean, I'm probably going to stay at range for a little bit. Okay. He's restrained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Hideous laughter is a concentration spell, so he drops hideous laughter. So now, after this round, you will be able to get up because you can't. You technically you're not affected as of right now, but you can't get up until your turn. Uh, but he drops hideous laughter, and you have to make a charisma save, uh, Delver. He did. No, you need to make a new one. Oh, a Delver. new one. Yeah, he's casting something at you. Uh, DC 14. Aren't my dice working? I'm gonna. I hate these dice. I have a plus seven and I rolled okay. a nine. Oh, yeah, you say 16. No, I rolled a two plus seven, which is nine. Oh, okay. Oh, hmm. That's interesting. Uh, you know, this guy seems on the level. You think he seems like a really cool guy? I mean, that's a heck of a coat. Uh, maybe you guys, you should just let make sure you go up and let him go. Maybe you should try and get people to let him go. Well, my turn's already over, so. Yeah, well, he was just, he was grasping his straws here. Um, realizing that, you know, he's like, oh, well, I was hoping that would work better. Um, yeah, he starts trying to get out of the entangle, but he can't because he didn't, he didn't use his action to do so. 
Uh, so does he get, get a save every turn or anything like that on Entangle? It's, he has to succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained. Da, da, da. Creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check. Yeah, he didn't use his action, so yeah, you're, he's fine. he is still Entangled. Okay. He cast a spell. And you're out of range for a counterspell, so he couldn't have counterspelled it when you cast it. And counterspell wouldn't do anything now, because now you're maintaining it. So yep. yeah. The top of the order is you, Kiska. Wait, we skipped me! Did we skip you? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Sorry. Isra, you're up. You saw that happen. You see Delver kind of stiffen and look confused a little bit. And you heard him say in Draconic, you're my friend now. Mm. Delver would also have heard that, but it makes it, you know, the spell worked. So. Yeah, I don't have counter spell, so I can't do anything about it. Well, you couldn't anyway. You weren't within 30 feet of him. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the kobold. Okay. And, hmm, this guy is messing with us. I am going to shoot him until he takes us seriously. Okay, I'm uh, pretty sure you have advantage because he is entangled. You do. Which effectively means he's restrained. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that is a 19 to hit. That absolutely hits him. He's wearing a oh. coat. <laughs> uh, that is uh, six. Uh, that's 11 damage. Okay. Did you add in the Hunter's Mark damage? Uh, I have not done the Hunter's Mark damage yet. Uh, one extra damage from Hunter's Mark. So 12 total? Uh, and I'm going to say I'm not using the dragon wing longbow yet, which would do even more damage because I haven't had time to attune to it. Okay. Um, so you do 12 damage to him? Uh, hang on. Whenever I'm, I think Rika can do something. You take a bonus action on your turn to, oh, I don't have a bonus action. My bonus why don't you have a bonus casting, action? Oh, I, Hunter's yeah. Mark is a bonus action. Yeah. So yeah, Rika is just watching all this. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, like, when I shoot him, I'm going to, like, my intent is to pin him. Like, I mean, obviously I can't, I don't have something that would physically pin him, but it's like, you know, mm-hmm. like a shoulder shot that hits him back against the wall. But I probably can't actually technically do that. And I'm going to say in Draconic, you should take this more seriously, kobold. Okay. And that's it. You kill him dead. Oh! <laughs> no, no, you don't. You don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> He, but he definitely did not enjoy it, and his concentration check fails, so you're not charmed anymore, Delver. Okay. And I know I feel, was charmed, and I don't like, like he, it. He cast a charm spell on me, that little son of a bitch. I don't like it. As you guys are getting ready, he, his last thing to do, since we skipped, technically speaking, Israel would have gone before him, and I screwed that all up. That's my bad, and I apologize. He does get to yell into the hole, Run! Save yourselves! Uh, those of you that speak draconic hear him say that Rika like perks up and goes "Ooh, save him from what from (laughs) us well you're not gonna hurt the funny dog lizard are you it depends on how much it wants to hurt us did it hurt you yet it's hurting our friends has it i do consider messing with people's minds hurting our friends oh then wouldn't like wrapping them in vines be hurting them too it's funny i don't like don't do any damage (laughs) United is messing with people's heads. Messing with people's heads can do a surprising amount of damage. You may not have learned that from experience yet, but it's unpleasant. Well, anyway, top of the order, Kiska. How big is the hole in the wall? It's in the floor, and it's big enough for him to get down it. Like, okay. It's like gonna... four feet across, like a like a straight up hole, like it's been dug out. Okay, I'm going to use mold earth to try and fill in the hole. All right. 
Can you read Mold Earth to me exactly? Because I've got to admit, I'm not familiar with the spell. Um, you choose a portion of dirt or stone that you can see within range and that fits within a five-foot cube, and you can manipulate it in one of the following waves. ways. Uh, if you target an area of loose earth, you can excavate it you can cause shapes colors or both to appear on dirt or stone or if the dirt or stone you target is on the ground you cause it to become difficult terrain alternatively you can cause the ground to become normal terrain if it's already difficult terrain okay um now i don't know if i can like what's your spell dc where is that uh is that the save dc yeah basically it's this okay i'm gonna say you need to roll below that on what? Like a D20? Just roll a D20 and get below 12. No, no, sorry. Get above 12. Go ahead and add your spell modifier and just roll a D20. You're looking for a 12. Uh, it's a 10. Okay. Is it spell you, attack or spell modifier? It's it's like literally it should be a spell DC to spell modifier type thing on your catch sheet. Yeah, because it's a plus two modifier plus six spell attack. So it'd be a 10. Plus, so after, no. after spell attack, it should say save DC. That's what we're using. Yeah, it's a 12. I just rolled a d20, and it's an 8, and my spell modifier is a 2, so that makes it a 10. Yeah? Hold on a second. I'm going to look at your character sheet. Okay, good. <laughs> Why do you just leave these things open? No, it'd be exactly like if you're casting Thorn Whip. you got a plus 6. Oh, okay, so 8 and 6. So, 14? You need it above a 12. So, okay. yeah. Um, I'm going to say that you don't actually close the hole, but you do make it difficult terrain to get through. Okay. Uh, you basically... Like chunks of I'm it kind of like to keep out. it so that the kobold can't jump down it if he breaks out of the vines. Gotcha. You're pretty sure you at least made it difficult terrain for him, so he won't he'll be moving at half speed if he tries to get through it. Okay. Uh, um, do you do anything else? Or that was well, that was a cantrip. So that really, I mean, was that my action? Yeah, I guess no. that was my action. I mean, it depends. Does a cantrip say bonus action on it? It says bonus cantrip. Yeah, but it doesn't say bonus action when you look no. at it. Okay, I'm going to look at your spells. Give me one second. I'm going to make sure of this. Mold Earth is one action. Yeah. It says 1A next to it. That yeah. That one action. So that was an action. You still have a bonus okay. action in your move. Um, I'm going to stay where I'm at, and I'm not, I don't have bonus actions that I really want to cast right now, so I'm good. Okay. Uh, next up, then, is Creo. You're on the ground in front of him, but you can control your own character now. Okay, so I stand up, which I think is five feet of movement, and... Yep. He's right there. You got you were literally yeah. right in front of him. And so I'm wiping the like tears from my eyes and just like, ah, that was a good one. I, I think. I, I don't know why I found that so funny. And he's still restrained, right? Yeah, he's restrained and he's got an arrow in his, his arm. All right. So I uh, swing my sword at him with advantage. Okay, go ahead. All right. 25 to hit. <laughs> that definitely hits. And I'm going to use uh, defensive flourish. So... I'm going to roll first, and then I get to add 1d6. Okay. All right. That's 12 damage plus 6, so 18 damage. Now he is dead. Oh, (laughs) Oh God! You just just cut him in half. I got an extra um, 6 of armor class for the next 6 seconds. Okay. And... You hit him him for 12, and then you got 6 AC. Is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah, he hit him for more than 12. Well, no, he, he hit for 12, and then the 6 was yeah, raising so his get, armor class because of the defensive. My Arctic Inspiration, yeah. So I get to do that as damage and add my add to my AC for a turn. Okay. Um, oh. Actually, I guess, since I got some movement, I'm going to take a peek down the hole. 
There's lots of rocks that moved out and jagged and <laughs> I know. very difficult to see in. I know. I wish I had some magic way to look down. I don't, though. Okay. That guy is on the ground bleeding. All right. So I'm just going to, like, peek down. I'm not climbing down the hole. You don't see. You see a, a deep hole. All right. That's it. Okay. Uh, at this point, unless anybody wants to stay in it, we can leave combat. I don't see a reason to stay in combat. <laughs> Um, but they're definitely apparently more of them down there. Yep. I, I would like their leader. I would like to try and st- is is this cabal like literally cut in half? No, he is bleeding to death. I would like to try and stabilize him. Do you have medicine? No. Okay, you don't. In order for you to do that, uh, if you don't have, I believe medicine is its, its own skill. But I'm going to look and make happen. It is. Yeah, it is. I have a check. plus two, but I'm not yeah. proficient. Yeah, you would need somebody who's actually. Well, will... You can make you can make a plus two roll. If you want to, you can make that roll and add plus two to it. DC is pretty high. Uh, that would be a 21. <laughs> okay. Uh, you do manage to... Well, you don't have any kind of health kit or anything, right? No. Yeah, you know that he, that he's bleeding to death and it's not good, but there isn't much you can do with just, with just like, without We're magic. Out of combat, basically. right? Yeah, I will out of cast... Combat. I'm going to cast Healing you, Word on him. You don't... Okay. Okay, go ahead and roll for Healing Word. He gets five hit points. Okay, he draws a breath, and uh, technically speaking, unless you dropped the entangle, he's still entangled. I did so, not drop the entangle. So, so right now he is. He, he currently like he kind of keeled over, but the the vines held him. So he's kind of like a scarecrow here, being held up by your vines, and he he draws a really shuddering breath. Okay, um, so vines aren't hurting him; they're just holding him. No, in they're place. just holding him up. Somebody talk to him. He, you can he, talk to him. He fails the uh, strength check trying to get out of them uh, because, you know, he didn't feel all that strong at the moment. I wonder why. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Uh, yeah. I will be maybe not a bad idea. I will approach him and kneel down in front of him and say, tell us what is going on. He draws like a, like a shaking breath. Name, skipper, rank, captain, <laughs> serial numbers. Uh, what are you a captain? Of. The Cobalt Crew. And what is the Cobalt Crew? My crew. What does your crew do? Name, skip. Hmm. Are we Break, going to play this Captain. game? We're going to play this game. What are you going to do? Kill me? Go ahead. I mean, I could. we could run I, through this again if you really want. But We I legitimately don't. tried to not hurt you, and you decided to not play do- along with that. So that was your choice. Yes. I totally attacked you. Well, oh, wait. I didn't attack you. I attempted to escape you. No, you tried to tell us to leave our property. I don't care who owns this bag of shit. Clearly, you do. No, I don't, but I'm not gonna say anything else. Do what you're gonna do. He drops his head. Well, he's not gonna be forthcoming, so I will yell down the hole in the draconic. Well, we got your skipper. You guys can come and talk and peacefully, or we could, you know, come down there and pull you out by your tails. Your choice. I'd rather talk. Uh... Can I make a persuasion check? Isra, yeah, go ahead. 25. Okay. Uh, Isra, you hear back and forth conversations. Uh, they're very faint. Uh, so, we got to get the skipper out. The skipper's already dead. What are we going to do? If we don't do what they tell us to do, everything's lost. <sighs> is this because her passive's higher than mine? Yep. She's the only one who can hear it. This is why you invest in wisdom. I'm a charisma caster. Um, <laughs> but you I- hear that, and then you hear... All right, all right, all right. Everybody else, go to the left. I'm gonna. It, it can only be one of us. They'll, they'll, they'll kill you. 
better me than than them. How how many voices do I hear? Can I tell? That was at least three people talking. Three. I will. Can I? I will. I'll repeat this to everyone else. They're down there talking. One is coming up. Can I? Can I apply the persuasion to to also the skipper here that I we don't really want to hurt them. We just want them gone from our property. You can roll a separate uh, persuasion check, but he's been stabbed and shot, and he did not actually attack any of you by his lights. So he's not, he is not li- likely to buy a persuasion check unless it's really And technically bad. he did attack and us because Tasha City's laughter is an offensive He spell. does not count it as an attack. In his does mind, that, he didn't hurt anybody. Listen, listen. Did that count as intimidation? Listen, Skipper. You started with the Tasha City's laughter. I know what that is. I tried to talk with you first. We didn't want to come to blows. My friends took it as a, a slight against him, took it as an attack, even if you didn't consider it as such. We just want to resolve this amicably. So you can yell to your friends. I've yelled to them. We just want to resolve this where nobody dies. We don't want you to die. I don't want to die. My friends don't want to die. Let's just be nice about this. He stares right at you for a second. Of course, that's a freaking a lot. What is persuasion check? Yeah. Okay. He stares at you for a second and goes, it's better that I die right here and right now than give you what you want for my people. So do what you're going to do. Perhaps there's a misunderstanding. What do you think we want? It doesn't matter what you want. And he like looks at himself like, oh, shit. I'm not saying nothing else. You sure That's about that? Conversation check. Yeah. At this point, a, a trench coat on a stick pokes up out of the <laughs> hole and it waves around a bit. Um, hello. You, you can come out. Uh, this is hard to get through. Uh-huh. It's going to take me a little bit of time. That we both, we everybody knows you're lying. Just come on out. No, she made it difficult terrain. I, I, it is oh. difficult terrain. It is, he just tried this, to close up the hole. You see this kobold wriggle their way through it, and it, it is actually very difficult for them. And they take some time, and then they like. Oh, <sighs> I apologize. I didn't realize that my companion did that. Kiska, meanwhile, just looks like really confused at what because she doesn't understand anything that anybody is saying because she doesn't. Yeah, I will repeat. I I will repeat everything in common. No, wait, hold on. Before you say that, she's going to look at the little dragon Mm -hmm. and go, "Do you have any um advice? Mm, Could you fly? No. Oh, I know. And just as the kobold is getting up. The little dragon. What color is the dragon? I mean, we've established this, it's, but I forget. It's emerald. It's we match. We're both yeah. emerald. Uh, there's a scintillating burst of light around its mouth, and you realize it's about to use its breath weapon. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Oh, let's not. I, I think we've heard enough people already today. She turns and then the. I'm assuming Rake is a she. Yeah. She turns and looks at the uh, kobold that just came up and was like, says in Draconic, which means that you guys who don't speak Draconic don't understand, and you guys that speak Draconic do understand. She says, look, you're funny dog people, and I like you. So you're like dog lizards, kind of you kind of like dragons if I squint really hard. So why don't you just stop doing stuff? And the kobold is like, like eyes bugged out at the sight of a dragon. And I point out, that's our friend. And the skipper guy goes, Ishlan. And Ishlan goes, they can't, without you, what are we going to do? You know what, well, and he, then he stops again. And then he switches. Uh, unfortunately, uh, do any of you speak um, Sylvan? I do. Yeah, is, <laughs> is anyone else? Uh, just Elvish, so not Sylvan. 
Creathon, Creo, do you speak Sylvan? I do not. In Sylvan, he says to her, you know what the, what those maniacs will do to the young. She goes, without you, we have no chance of getting them back. Getting who back? And they both like, oh, crap. Uh, they thought they were being clever. And they turn and look at you with their eyes wide. Like, Can we help you? He switches back to Draconic and says to her, uh, don't say anything. No, really, though. I mean, we would much rather help you and resolve whatever's keeping you here than, you know, do any harm to you. She's still talking in Sylvan. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on at that point. The other kobold, which you can now tell is female, uh, only because it's very slightly more slender and has a slightly higher pitch voice. And otherwise, they're they're both kobolds and they look almost exactly the same. Uh, She turns to you and says in Sylvan, the, the the Kultav, they they don't want you here, just like they didn't want the orc here. Kultav, what is that? Yeah. Skipper again is like you know making growling noises, but she's kind of ignoring him. We we don't we don't know who they are. Um, they we used to live uh, down in this floor. We lived here. It was a good place. The place was empty. There was the the orc lady um, came. But she didn't care about this place. She didn't stay here. She just used it. It was her. It was her official residence, so that she could be here. I don't know. Uh, we we overheard a lot because there's there's no. those things like, and she points to a to like one of the places on the floor. There's like another another hole, but this one kind of goes up into the ceiling. Like the ceiling has a hole. Oh. So we used to we used to spy and listen. She, all she did was have meetings here, and then she would go and sleep in taverns where she could drink and fight. She liked that better. Uh, but then she bought another place, and so she left. But but meanwhile, while that was all going on, the the cult have came, and they 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 found our young. They're stop talking. Did they take them? And she looks at him, and and she like you can tell she's like wants to obey him, like in- she trusts him. In common, but, I'll kind of say, can we maybe switch to common so that everybody can be on the same page? Kiska kind of holds up a finger. Did they take your young? They they took all of them. They took the eggs. They took where? the younglings. We don't we don't know where they are. We know that the cult have are lower below us. We don't do know what know they do they down there. How they got up here? <sighs> they came. They took the eggs. They took the younglings, and they told us that we would we would bring things in through the water passage. And what kind of things? The things they wanted. What if instead of the things that they wanted, you gave them us and we took care of the problem for you? Then they'll kill you and then they'll kill us, is what uh, Skipper says. She looks at Skipper. Yeah, you beat me. One go- one kobold barred by himself. That means you can totally take out a cult of hundreds. Well, we do have a dragon. You have a baby dragon. Right. You haven't seen us fight, though. I just did. You saw one of us fight, and he was just mad. You can't beat the Coltav Mordsnet. No, but we could maybe get your children back. Well, I'm currently tied up to a in a mass of these things, so... Kiska lifts really... your hand and drops the fines. Okay, he drops down. Are you guys still speaking Sylvan? Yeah. Okay, so you guys have no idea what's going uh, on. Do you, you heard speak... these, these three you... people. She says, do you speak common so that everybody can understand this? Oh, you mean human talk? Yeah, human talk. <sighs> He switches. Yes, I speak the talk of the humans. <laughs> and the, the female goes, That's how funny the humans. It's really, really not the most elegant of languages, but right. There's some people 
that moved in here after the orc left this place unoccupied, and they took the kobolds young and the eggs. Were those the ones casting the illusion magic? Some of it was. How much of it was you? Well, the faces. I can't it was do very a, good magic. This is what did the room, and he holds up a ring. Oh, it's got magic in it. And make it. They weren't actually. They don't come up here. They don't care about us or the surface. They just want us to bring them their trinkets. What kind of trinkets do they want you to bring? Oh, and he like he's covering his face with his hand, kind of like rubbing at his temples. <sighs> I don't know what they are. They tell me go, you know, go up river in a skiff. Uh, take, you know, go to this location. We'll, there will be somebody waiting for you. They'll give you something. And you bring it back, and you use the water passage that only we know about. Have and he's, you... he's still talking in human. He's still talking in a ridiculous human accent, but I don't feel like doing it because yeah. it hurt my throat. <laughs> um, Have you seen them? What they look like? They wear weird robes. I don't really like the idea of. I, I'm more than willing to let you guys live down here because I have no interest in living down here. I just want to live upstairs, but I definitely don't want any weird cultists around and. I don't really think it's fair that somebody took your young. So we could help you if you want us to, if you'd let us. The two of them are looking at each other, and he clearly wants to switch to a language, but all the languages he knows, you guys know. So he's like, <laughs> um, and she's like, comes up and touches his arm and kind of gives him huge cobalt eyes. Even people who don't like kobolds, the eyes are huge. They're Aww. astonishingly big eyes that she's giving him. Uh, and after he just. He drops his head and goes, well, I can't do anything about them. They took, our, they took our young and I couldn't do anything. Well, we can get them back. Now you can do something. You can let us help. Yeah. And if you fail, they'll kill you and then they'll kill the young because we let you down there. Unless we- you can tie me up again. We could. It'll be like you caught me. Yeah. You forced me to take you down here. Maybe that'll work. Sure. It was, you were totally compelled to do it. Maybe, maybe that'll work. Uh, Isvin, Isvin, go get everybody together. Uh, she nods and she goes, can you make this not like this anymore? Oh, yeah, sorry. She casts Mold Earth again and lifts the, clears the hole. She literally holds her nose and jumps and you hear a splash way down there. Wow. <laughs> and about, it takes about 10 to 15 minutes. What do you guys do in the meantime? Because that's, that's how long it takes for the other cobalts to come up. Kiska's going to cast heal, healing word on the cobalt again no don't don't leave me wounded oh 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 you're right never mind yeah don't fix me you're not hurt too bad are you oh that dude with the sword's not not exactly subtle no i'm sorry neither is she and he points to 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 isra but but you know i kind of respect that pretty good shot isra just shrugs they're both very good at what they do so am i when i'm trying to hurt things after about 10 minutes of him, him, he's still pretty sulky. Like he, you definitely tell he's, he's trying to make himself believe this could work, but doesn't, uh, the other. You're muted, Rossi. I am. You were. You yeah. You, yeah. You stopped that. You're, you're other. Hmm. Okay. Uh, bunch of them come up. This is like about six or eight kobolds. There's eight. In fact, we'll just say eight. Uh, one of them's got a peg leg. One of them has a fake beard that they carved out of wood and is wearing <laughs> on their face. Uh, and an eye patch, but they don't seem to understand the concept of the eye patch because it's over a nostril. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, one of them is is just wearing a lot of hook hands. Like, they have a hook hand on their left hand. They have a hook hand on their right hand. 
they have a hook hand on their tail. On their elbow? On the end of their tail. No, like literally on the end of their tail, they have a hook hand. <laughs> it's pretty obvious that none of these hook hands are necessary. Like they're holding the hook hands. Uh, <laughs> but they seem to think the hook hands are really important for the mystique. Uh, and one of them is dressed up like a parrot. Wonderful. He's literally like, and he's not like, it's it's like a feathered cape. He's painted himself green, except for a multicolored red and blue beak and patches around his eyes. And he seems to be trying really hard to do the, the whole squawk thing, but he doesn't have a voice for squawking. He doesn't have a throat for it. So instead of squawking, he's just going, rah, rah. <laughs> Jules, Jules, you don't have to do that. They, they know you're a kobold. Like, well, I, I, we're pirates. We got to have a parrot. It's just how it works. Would, would you, yeah, would you like to look? Shoulder? Hmm? Should, shouldn't the parrot be on one of the pirate's shoulders? Would you like to look more like pirates as a show well, of good faith? About, this is the best pirates ever. We look just like pirates. I saw the book while we're. Uh, the, I was gonna say while we're while we're hashing out details. Skipper's like, guys, guys, pl- please, please. This is not important. We need to get the young back. Okay. I'm actually gonna go into the rations in my bag and pull out a cracker for the parrot. D- Delver <laughs> will actually take out his disguise kit, and while we're figuring out the plan for the saving the young, he will actually go through and make them all look more like pirates. Okay, okay. we've been That's- going at this for like. The uh, various, you know, piratey kobolds, the kobold crew, um, are all sitting around, basically listening to Skipper, their their leader. You you start to realize that the only one who seems to have a real name is is Isvron. The others don't seem they seem to have abandoned names for positions. Like one's Cookie, one's one's Hook Hands, one's the Parrot. Like they and Skipper, like they seem to really you know. What's really funny is the one that dresses the Parrot is Hook Hands. i wish that were true man that would have been great i wish i thought of that well the the ones that are calling themselves swabby there's four of them that call themselves swabby and they all they're dressed like they think what a swabby would look like but but you know basically they look like cooks it's different all over yeah but oddly enough cookie doesn't look like you know i'm (laughs) I'm stealing that from from you because that was a good uh but they, they just sit around and listen as he talks he's talking to you guys like the only thing I can think of is that you make it look like you've got me captured because I mean you had me captured. It's not like it's a hard sell. Uh, drag me down, and um, I'll give you directions to get to where their their the their base passage? is. Yeah, their base is actually not at the water passage. It's 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 beyond it. But that's how we get stuff to them. So there there's an I know there's an entrance there. Okay. Uh, and th- maybe I don't know. Make it look like you kill me or something. I don't. That that's I don't from that. Point. I will. I will also make his wounds look way worse than they are. Like I will take the makeup kit. I will do. I'll do a full work over to make him look like way. He's worse. only got five hit points left from a total sure. of like thirty. So you don't have to work very hard. I'm not going to make you roll for it. He looks like a, but like I think, a mess. He's, but here's he's my thinking. Here's my, here's my thinking. Right. Like I think we heal him. Up no, I'm un- saying I'm saying that you're successful. Okay. Even if you heal him to full, Perfect. because his co- his coat his clothes are covered in blood. So then I w- remember I, I say we heal him up and let him just act act the full in, and then this way he can get away or help if he needs to. Oh, okay, I see what you're going for. All right. right. After and, a little bit of thinking, he's like, "I guess that'll work. Go ahead." Okay. And then I'm thinking this might turn into a mutually beneficial relationship. Y'all can still continue to live here unless anybody has any objections. But uh, maybe no, we maybe we could pay you to be our pirate crew, and I mean pay you. What do you need pirates for? Why wouldn't we need pirates? Pirates are great. 
That's a good point. Panthers, yeah. <laughs> that that's like you said the one thing that would have worked. They're <laughs> 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 like, what, why wouldn't we want pirates? Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's demonstrably true that pirates are awesome. I mean, come on. And as a so, yeah, the, and as a show, all the, of a, all the kobolds are nodding. Yeah. And as a show of uh, good faith, Delver will take out four gold coins. Consider this your first payment as our personal pirate. He looks at it, like takes it and bites it, and goes, "Yes, it is." We pay our we pay our people well. The pirates are all looking at each other now, like, "Stay calm, stay calm." (laughs) This friend, you you know what to do, though, right? I'll listen for it. And she nods. If you give the if you give the signal, we'll all come running in. Only come in if I give the signal. These guys might take care of everything, or there might be a thousand of those maniacs down there. I don't, you know, I don't know. I I know how this goes. Although I would say I th- suggest we take a short rest so I can recover spells. Okay. Uh, does anybody object to that? No, that's no. fine. You can so, recover spells on a short rest. Bards, yo. Really? I didn't think words did that. Uh, the things that I use my um my ability things. Uh, yeah, it's not actually rest. spells. It's yeah. yeah, it's magic stuff. It's that enchanting thing he tried to do. The enthralling performance. Hmm. I don't think you actually cast a spell. I did. Oh, which one? I cast common emotions. Oh, right. You did. Okay, but so I'm that gonna, will still be off. Yeah, which is fine. But I'm more concerned about the other one because I can use that to get up to five targets. All right. So, you know, that half an hour passes. Uh, the uh, pirate crew are busy getting cutlasses sharpened and hook hands, who, who's like, he's kind of upset that he didn't. You know, go with a different name than Hook Hands because it would have been cool, like you said. <laughs> he's he's like looking, goes, I don't want to be Hook Hands anymore. Cookie, you be Hook Hands. And he throws the Hook Hands at Cookie, and Cookie's like, All right, fine, I'll take my apron off. And they switch outfits. <laughs> but I'm still calling myself Hook Hands, Hook Hands says. Cookie's like, But then why did you say you don't want to be Hook? I don't want to have the Hook or whatever. As this discussion goes on, uh, the little dragon is like going around, going, you know basically charming the crap out of everybody with her cuteness and getting little food bits and so forth. You're she's gonna, good at that. We're going to go on boat trips. She's like super excited about having her own pirates. She doesn't quite understand <laughs> that they're your pirates. She feels like, cause she doesn't understand that you're not her people. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. You're her people. You do stuff for her. These are obviously now your pirate, her pirates. That's, well, that's yeah, how she's, it works for her. She's a cat. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's like, yeah, that's, that's how that works. That's fine. Uh, after the half hour, uh, the pirates all, pile into the, the into one of the boats like actually you have to go down the hole i'm sorry i forgot to describe this you go down the hole um there's actually handholds on the side of it that you can that you find and can use they just jump down and go into the water directly so if you want to do that you can do that too you can swan dive into the water uh, it's climb. extremely cold if anyone does that kiska does the climbing thing yeah does anyone jump in no okay uh <laughs> i'm making sure Israel, you don't jump in no. <laughs> okay. So it takes you about five minutes to get down while they're, while they jump down, they jump down, they got boats ready. They're getting two boats ready. One skipper is going to be basically helming uh, with the look of you guys being like, you know, hold him prisoner. They're going to be behind you guys. And like, they're going to stay way back. And he's like, all right, this is where the river goes underground. So we're going to sail down until we reach the, I don't know what they call it. It's it's a big flat thing. It's like a big rock thing that comes up out of the water, and that's where their stupid whatever they're doing is. I had hmm. no idea there was this much stuff under the house. Yeah, it's apparently it's real old. I don't know. Not just the house. Hmm. This would be under a major portion of the town. You're you're under the river now. Yeah, like you can actually like the the water that they're on is like an underground tributary of the river. The river itself is directly above you. Weird. Yep. 
So unless anyone has anything different, uh, you guys mm -hmm. pile into the boat. Uh, since you're the guy with the rapier, um, Creo, you're the one selected to be up with the creep rapier in front, across his neck to make it look like you're holding him. Okay. And, and is he scared of me because I'm the one who killed him last time? Or? He's very fatalistic. <clears throat> like you get the sense that he'd be scared if he could feel anything anymore, but he's been living with his, you know, his entire, like all the children for their group. There are more kobolds than these guys. Like there's a, like when you come down, you actually see them. There's like a village of kobolds worth. There's like, I mean, like 30 or 40 of them down there and all their kids are gone. So there's a lot of worried looking kobolds here. Wow. Okay. They live in like, what is effectively a ramshackle. It looks like booty Bay. <laughs> if it were underground, it's like booty, <laughs> booty un underground booty Bay with like the underground river going across it and everything. It's the under booty. Yes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <sighs> we're all five. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you guys take, you're now sailing uh, the boat rides. I want you guys to do me a favor. And since you're technically the ones in charge of this boat, because he's <laughs> being held captive, I'd like some survival checks from the whole group. Mm. Actually, well, you know what? Describe what you're doing and I'll let you make it. If you describe it well enough, I'll let you decide what, what check to make. We're going to start with Isra. Um, I'm going to be watching the currents and kind of the sides of the riverbank just to make sure we aren't like running into things or that the current isn't going to push us astray. All right. For you, survival is a good skill, right? Yeah. I'm just going to say go with the survival check. Go ahead. Uh, 17, 18, 20, 21. Okay. Uh, next up, Kiska, what are you doing and what, what skill do you want to use with it? Um, Kiska is because they're underground and in caverns and things like that. That's kind of her specialty. So she's sort mm -hmm. of like watching for any sort of natural um, possible like rock falls or anything like that. Okay, so what do you want to go with for your skill check? We'll do survival. All right, you sure? Because if you have a better one, you can use that. Do I? I'm asking. I'm not looking at your stats right now. If survival is a good one for you, by survival all means. Survival is a plus four, and I'm, I'm like proficient in it. All right, go for it. Eleven. Creo, <laughs> okay. uh, what are you doing? You just all looking right. menacing, or you're actually so, attempting to... Since I'm uh, holding the sword at his throat, I guess I'm up by the steering wheel and stuff, and just looking... Medicine. This is a, no. This Medicine. you're in the back because oh. it's, it's a pole boat. It's oh, I run, see. There's a pole that he just he uses to move the boat. It's okay, like a skiff. So I'm in the back then with it, so I'm trying to look menacing. I'm trying to look like I'm all in charge in there. So I guess deception is better. Uh, yeah, you can use deception if you want to. I'll, I'll say that that works. You rolled an 18. 18. Okay. All right, and finally, uh, Delver, what do you do? This is a very good question because it seems like everything else is kind of okay. Like we're navigating fine. I don't see any problems, anything like that. You don't have to, but it, you might, you know, you might want to come up with something. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think what, what Delver would do in this situation. Cause normally he would just be inspiring. You know what? That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do mantle of inspiration. We'll playing everybody, a a, a jaunty sea shanty. Uh, oh, now we've captured a cobalt scum. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> uh, so everybody's going to get five temporary hit points. Uh, there's how many of us? Make a performance check. Sure. Because this is also going to be your what you're doing. Are you shitting me? <laughs> you rolled a 10? Okay. I rolled a 10. Yeah, I have a plus nine to performance. So you rolled a one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Um, oh, my God. One doesn't affect oh, no. skill checks. It doesn't make him automatic failures. A 10 is all he needed. Oh, so he oh, theoretically, God. he couldn't fail that. 
Um, I don't think anybody failed unless you couldn't beat a 10. I think everybody beat a 10. So yeah, yeah you between those, those four successes, yeah, you, you get down the river with very little difficulty and you arrive at what he described as a big rock poking out of the ground and what you see as a massive ziggurat. Oh God. Yeah. That is you are, as you go down the river, it gets wider and wider until it is almost as big as the river above ground. And you realize that the river, the, 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 the Dane is so huge that it can lose this much water to underground rivers and still be that big up there. And that's this, this is a, this is a broad river. And as you come out, it starts to broaden even more. And it's, it's turning into what looks like a lake. And at the center of that lake is this massive triangular structure, this, this enormous, almost terraced pyramid that is just jutting up out of the, of the water. And it's at an angle. It is clear. Like it's like it broke and shifted a little. Almost like a, like a sinkhole underneath it. Almost kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Leaning ziggurat of pizza. Yeah, very much like that. Uh, and the, uh, the boat, the skiff goes onto like, as you get closer and closer, the skiff eventually bottoms out and you're standing in like the boats, like in an inch of water on like on this rock shelf that goes toward till it reaches the ziggurat. And he goes, that's where the cult have live. And it's close enough that I'm going to say that's where we're going to call it. Okay. Do we see any, just before we like, do, is there anybody there when we pull up to shore? Not directly, but uh, everyone can make a perception check. And even with dark vision has advantage. 17. Nine. I rolled above a 10 for once. Uh, 20. 20. Okay. The 17 sees... Actually, you don't see anything with the 17. You hear, like, low chanting. The 20, was it a natural 20, or did you just get a 20 total? It was a 20 total. Okay. The 20 gets you... You don't see any people. You do hear the chanting. But what you do see is a statue that, like, rises up on, like, one of the higher, like, plinths of the ziggurat of a being who's vaguely humanoid, but with an enormous bull head... And huge curling horns. Like a certain go horn up. god. Yes, very much so. <laughs> that doesn't look good. <laughs> oh. And you hear like the, the chanting continues like it's like it's obviously a lot of this thing. deep inside of me. <laughs> Girl, you gotta give me your magical artifacts. <laughs> but yeah, that's that is the, the what we will end on. That's been the second of what's going to turn out to be three sessions. I was wondering if we get this all right done in one, but we didn't. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes, but yeah, the reaction negotiations are a tricky thing. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> so, uh, here's where I want to turn it over to you guys for like reactions before we end it. Um, so I guess we're going to go in reverse order. Cause we usually do it the other way. Andrew, you have a good time. What'd you think? Yeah, no, it was fun. And I, I like having cobalt's the mansion. <laughs> well, we'll see how that works out. Uh, I guess next up is Liz. Uh, yes, this was an interesting turn of events. You know, I really didn't think anything at all of the mansion. It was just like, oh, cool, we're getting a house. Houses are cool. Yeah, yeah, we're going to spend all next session decorating our house. It's going to be great. Uh, probably really boring for everyone, but great. And um, you wrote that post about this session and made a joke about we're going to see whether the house is haunted or full of kobolds. I think you actually wrote that. Mm-hmm, yep. And... I had not considered that until I read that post. And so I was like, wait, we did we get a haunted house? Uh, 
so yes, when we started hearing voices, I was like, oh, Matt was serious. Matt was serious when they wrote that. Oh, I try sometimes. <laughs> uh, next up, Joe. Uh, I 100% expected you to kill me with my own idea of a mimic house. Glad that that is not what happened. Uh, <laughs> so this is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, having a band of pirate kobolds. And finally, Anne. Yeah, I was like, not sure if we were going to be able to actually negotiate with the kobolds, but I'm glad that we did because having a group of pirates at our disposal sounds really great. Yeah, they, if- sound, they sound like a really competent bunch. <laughs> <laughs> What was funny was that 25 persuasion check is pretty much what sold it. I was also the fact that you chose to heal him at all. I figured you were just going to kill him and then he was going to be dead and the the kobolds underneath were going to scatter and you'd go down and then you'd eventually find evidence of why they were there. Yeah, but why Um, do that when we can have an army of kobolds? Yeah, Yeah. things happen the way you don't expect sometimes. So, yeah. We're players. We're going to adopt the NPC. I know. I told I told yeah. my wife today that it is impossible to run a D&D game and not have the players eventually want to adopt an NPC. It's just, it will happen. It, it, it's inevitable. <laughs> I it's didn't like really Thanos. Want to kill, yeah, I didn't really want to kill the kobold, but I wanted to, like, stop this playing around and messing with our minds. Uh, yeah. But then, but then, yeah, Creo came in and was very decisive about that. Well, I had I like when you I made me laugh. <laughs> I couldn't negotiate or anything with him. It was all in draconic, and there was already a attack oh, yeah, going that's on. True, so that's, that's true. I, and I mean, he made you laugh hysterically and stuff, and like, yeah. No, I I figured it was very likely you'd kill them. In fact, I was kind of hoping you'd kill them and then find out what was going on, so you'd feel oh, bad. That would have been that would have been yeah. tragic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're trying you know? to I feel much better this way. <laughs> yeah, you're trying but, to play with our emotions. Yeah, exactly. I'm the TM. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> But no, you 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 figured it out. So yeah, instead of that, you've solved your cobalt puzzle. Joe will Joe will have to figure out what to do with a bunch of cobalt pirates. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> think I don't have running. plans for this? Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> but got, like a whole list. <laughs> I've I've literally been scribbling notes. Why do you think I've been so quiet? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that has been the game. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it, and you'll listen the next one we do. This is this is a. Uh, it's a it's an experimental campaign, and we're still working out what's going to happen. So we'll see what what happens next time. But uh, thank you to everybody who played, you know, for being here and for being amazing. Uh, thank you to me for running it. I, <laughs> I, I wanted to thank myself for once. Yeah, why not? Um, and as well, you should. Thank you to everybody for listening and being here. Uh, do we have anything to announce here? I feel like I should do the the Blizzard Watch thing at the end. We don't have anything All right, coming up uh, that we've scheduled yet. Okay, so we don't have anything scheduled for Tavern Watch or anything like that. Next month, we're probably going to try and bring back the Witch Lake game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Because we, we'd all like to play more of that. So hopefully in March, we'll have a Witch Lake game and a Weir's game and a Tavern Watch episode. So there'll be stuff to you guys to listen to. Uh, but thank you for being here, and we'll be back when we're back.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.